Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the main event. You're here with me, Daniel. And Aaron. Aaron, we are up to Group B. That makes it sound like we've not done very many at all, but we did start with Group E, of course, because that was the Tuesday fixtures. We are on to the Wednesday fixtures. Before we get started, we are the main event, so please don't forget to subscribe to us, like this podcast, whether you like it or not. And, of course, we are working with Gallagher Shots this year who are a Newcastle-based podcast. They offer various, various different elements of content. I believe they recently had a video opening up some Swedish, like, herring. That's, like, fermented herring, which has, like, over 20,000 views. So you can even watch that. if Even if you want a Newcastle fan, it's funny to see grown men wretch. <laughs> Moving on. Group B. Uh, Aaron, this is a... Bit of a strange group. Does um, this group make you want to wretch? It doesn't quite make me want to wretch. It doesn't really fill me with much, <laughs> to be honest. I don't really know what to do with this group so much. Especially, I think, for match day one, this isn't a group to talk about at all. However, I think where it comes into its own is for those limitless wild cards in match day two i think it's gonna be very nice and even wild cards i think this is a very nice wild card group to get in on some players the first game that we should talk about it's a it's a bit of a rough one let's start with Sevilla versus Holland. Sevilla on doing well three losses from three uh, a 2-1 loss, a 4-3 loss, and a 2-1 loss. It's a bit like last year, isn't it? Where they started terribly, and we assumed they weren't going to perform well in the groups, and that came to fruition. They had a slight late surge by beating Copenhagen, I think, a couple of they, times. They do every year just to make sure they get in the third spot. Yes, exactly, and then they can win that. They'll go and win the, the Europa League, undoubtedly. So odds on these are finishing third. 100, like, I mean, it's just 100% these definition third in this group. But it just means that at the start, you don't want to own any of them. Uh, in terms of injuries in Yanzu, their centre-back is injured. Uh, Marcao is injured. Fernando holding midfielder injured. Ikuna, left-back injured. Navas, right-back injured. Now, I don't know how long these are out for, so please double-check before the game starts, all that sort of stuff. Make sure any of them are or aren't back. But that's a big dent. So at the minute, I'm not sure who's going to play a right back for Sevilla. Uh, Bade and uh, Goodell are going to be the centre-backs. In uh, Pedrosa will be the left-back. If Acuna isn't the left-back, Aaron, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you care about anything I've just said? Two. Fantastic. Let's try and get you up to a three and a half. Banu was silent. Uh, was sold. Sorry, he's been sold in the summer, which means that uh, Dimitrovic is the goalkeeper, starting goalkeeper at four and a half million. Have I got you from like a two to a three and a half? Maybe I am closer to a three now. You're closer to a three, so two point seven five on a scale of ten. I think the only thing that makes it better is if they've like signed some defender who used to play for them uh, before, go to another team, winning loads of Champions Leagues. If only they had gotten like a defender like that, I think maybe interested, but um I can't think of one. I really can't think of one. Shame. I know they've signed some player called Sergio Ramos. Yeah. 
who's he? Uh, I, I, I know he. I, I think he's close to the end of his career, just looking for a payday. I think. Yeah, has he has he came from Saudi Arabia? Yeah, looking for the money. <laughs> so what's happened there? No, I think. Um, I don't know if Sergio Ramos is in the game. Um, he might be under under PSG, but I think I think he's going to unfortunately be priced at his Real Madrid premium price. I yeah, think. he's PSG price. Yeah. Um, does it make them a better team? I think it is like a really good story in terms of sport, but it does make them a better team. It does team. make them a better team. When it comes to cup competitions, when they get into the Europa League, I think it would be really cool if he wins a trophy for Sevilla. Um, because he's not won enough. It'd just be a fairy tale. If this was such a fairy tale for him. Oh, how was um, how was that equaliser in the dying minutes of the Champions League? Oh, nothing on the... Twenty-third Europa League, Sevilla have won. They'll really remember me. Um, I do agree, and that's actually why I think Dimitrovic becomes a better pick at four and a half million. If you are looking for a four and a half million goalkeeper, it still wouldn't be him for me because there is another dynamite four and a half million keeper that we haven't discussed yet. I don't know what group they're in, but it might be the last one we're talking about. Yeah, it is. Is it? Save the best till last. So. That's why it's sort of a little bit dismissive, but I think with uh, Banu not being there anymore, you could pick him. Um, they do have Nyland, who was a four million goalkeeper on the game, as they've just signed him. But at the minute, he's not playing. There's no evidence that he's going to play just yet. So I'd probably stay away from that. Pedrosa, though. Pedrosa's four million. And if Acuna's out for a while, so double check... I actually think Pedrosa left back with Sergio Ramos, uh, Goodell, who was a he was a good centre back. That that might bear fruit against Long because they when we talk about them, they are not a good team at the minute. I know they had a, a good campaign last year, but it's last year's last year, and I could see a little bit of joy in Pedrosa being 4 million. He is a player that you're going to wild card out almost immediately. But for the first game, can I tempt you, Aaron, in the fruits of Pedrosa? You can't tempt me. I've done done it. I I have absolutely nothing left to say. Yeah, um, I think it is interesting, especially because I've just searched up Akuda's injury. It does appear to be a hamstring tendon injury. Uh, obviously, we wish his uh, speedy recovery, but um, he's going to be missing for a couple of weeks. Four million defender alert. Pedrosa, all you Eric Bai freaks, get him in instead. Or the kid from Bayonne. But it looks like I don't. Um, it also looks like he had a bit of an arm injury. Who? Pedrosa. Don't no, come Oh, Cunha. So he's got two injuries. Um, that seems to be the rougher one in terms of his elbow. Um, I, because he's done it on international duty by the looks of things. Um, Are we in show? Oh, no, no, no. Here we go. Okay. So it turns out that there's uh, multiple Acunas. And the one that I've just searched up with his elbow injury plays for the Atlanta Braves in baseball. (laughs) (laughs) 
So the <laughs> so the one for Sevilla. What, wait there a minute. Why are the Argentinian international football team getting a baseball player to play? Yeah, that's Left back that's, for them. That's a really really good question. <laughs> Acuna is hamstring injury. Multiple weeks left of his recovery. So <laughs> I was like, why is his elbow? Like, apparently this seems like really recent. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, maybe that <laughs> pulled his hamstring playing two sports. Always top content. Top update information from Aaron Graydon back in the studio. I feel like we always end up getting delirious about this time of, in the group. Yeah, so uh, for anyone that hasn't noticed us wearing, or for me in particular wearing the same clothing, this is the sixth in a row. <laughs> uh, we will be recording the other two tomorrow, most likely, for our own sanity. Moving forward into the Sevilla midfield, um, Rakitic is not, is like, it's been fine. He's obviously getting on a bit. Suso's played central attack and field. Torres played central attack and field. Suso's also played on the right. So I think if you're going to go for a midfielder, Suso's the safest. A Campos is left, as far as I'm aware. I don't really want to go for him. Lamella has had a goal, and that's about it. And Naziri's had one goal and has played rubbish in the last two games. I wouldn't go for any of them. Not a single one with some of the players that you can have in this game for cheaper prices or similar prices despite the opposition I mean, Sevilla just aren't playing well I just I just personally wouldn't go there like I say, unless it's Pedrosa because he's 4 million with the knowledge that you're sacking him off in a couple of weeks that's that would be me you got anything positive to say about Sevilla no just uh, uh, Rakitic 6.5 but wow. again he's not that no, oh, Rakitic or, Mod, uh, or Rodri. Rakitic yeah, or, or yeah. Rodri. Yeah. Yeah. Madness. Um, but Sergio Ramos, um, it is a cool story that he chose them over Saudi Arabia and the money yeah, that they were going to choose. But other than that, I, I do think that they're going to try and get third place again, um, which is going to be interesting for Arsenal and PSV. But cutting ahead of myself. We'll talk about Lon. They've, um, just in terms of transfers, they sold Appenda, who we've also talked about in previous to Leipzig for 38 million. And they've signed Wahi for 30 million. Uh, they've also sold Fafana to Saudi, yet another Fafana. But this is a team that, if you thought Sevilla were playing badly, up come long. 3 2 loss, 1 1 draw, 3 1 loss, 3 0 loss. So they've scored four goals in four games. They've lost three of them and drawn one. Their assets are horrendously overpriced. I've got like Mikado, four and a half million, who was a left wing back who scored two and then replaced by Hadara, who was also four and a half million in the last game. Like scraping the barrel. There is no one that you want to pick from this team. Fulgini plays some games. Thomason plays. I don't get why you'd go for them, personally. Aaron, are these getting plezenyed? We, oui. We. Oui. We. Oui. They're getting plezenyed. And I know that they were good last year. I also don't care that they were good last year. <laughs> like, how, how good are they this year? 
And they just aren't, there is no talismanic figure in this side except for the left wing back who scored two. Left wing backs, I think, the top goal scorer, and he got dropped in the last game. Like, yeah, what is that? That's not great. So, Sevilla versus Lon. What's the score? 1 1. I think that's the most boring. Yeah, I, th- I still th- I actually think Sevilla win. It'll be two it. own goals as well. <laughs> I'm gonna go two one Sevilla. Uh, Sergio Ramos goal. Sergio Ramos red card. <laughs> Bosh. Uh, Arsenal versus PSV. This is a better fixture. This is one that we might actually have some fun talking about. Um, if I had someone more fun to talk about it with, of course. Let's start with Arsenal because we've got less to say about them, I think, just with them being a Premier League team. Fair start of the season, three wins and a draw. Um, terrible by Aaron's book because that's a very similar, if not exact it's start. It's the same as Porto. Porto, basically. Um, Arsenal just a wish.com Porto, according to Aaron. You said that earlier. Some issues. They've got Ramsdale and goal who's not started well. They've bought David Raya. They're both the same price. Stay away from them both, surely. Any disagreements on that? I no. think I've, I think I said it in the group stage uh, reaction that I think Rhea might start the Champions League. Don't disagree. Partey started right back. Um, and then you got what's coming to him. Uh, right back is now Ben White. <laughs> uh, Saliba is played every game at centre-back, obviously. Gabriel finally, bless him, forced his way. And after injuries to Timber, a... Red card to Tommy Asu in a poor game by Kuyo. Finally got in, but I also think largely it's because Alexander Zinchenko is now fully fit again and because he plays a particular role in that Arsenal team, Gabriel is more secure as that centre-back. I think it's a bit, bit of a crime that he didn't start. The issue with all of Arsenal's defenders, I think, is price. Yeah, I don't think you would choose these over other... I think... Uh, other, other defenders, the same price. I do think that limitless potentially. Yes, um, but it is just a shame about Timber's injury because at five million, I would have been tempted. Hundred percent. But limitless match day two against Long. After we've seen, we'll we'll see how they've done against Sevilla at that point as well. But that could be definitely a defender of choice. And then two midfielders or midfielder forwards, depending on you know what your poison is. Might even be two defenders, might double up on an Arsenal defence and then go with Saka or something in midfield. With the midfielders, again, don't want to go into this in too much detail, but Odegaard's got a couple of goals. One of them was a pen. Uh, Saka's got a couple of goals. One of them was a pen and an assist. So all very much of a muchness there. Martinelli, two assists in that time yet to score the season. Eddie and Ketcher with a couple of goals uh, and he won a pen. Vieira off the bench seems to be getting assists and pen wins and all that sort of stuff as well. But he's not, I don't know if he's going to start. I think for me personally, other than the fact I want to stay away from the PSV fixture because PSV are a very good team, it's, I don't know who's going to start up front between Ketcher and Jesus, but likely Jesus. I don't want to buy any of them anyway ahead of. All of the other forwards that we've mentioned on all of the other previews, plus ones we haven't even talked about yet, like Osimhen. 
which kind of leaves the midfield area of Odegaard and Saka, who I think are a little overpriced, in my opinion. But it's just the fixture more than anything else. I think once I've got a wild card or something like that, I can maybe move on to one of these. Be interesting as well to see how these players perform like Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday. What are your feelings towards Arsenal in midfield and attack? I think that they're a bit risky for this first match day because they've got Tottenham the week, uh, the match after, uh, which they will not want to lose. The um, Obviously, Tottenham will have a full week's worth of rest, I believe. Um, and so I think there'll be a little bit of rotation. They play on the Wednesday, so you're bringing these players in to hopefully be better than what you've had play on the Tuesday. So in terms of the first match day, I don't like, I think it's too much of a risk. In terms of the prices, 9.5 for Saka. Um, I do think he's the potentially the best value. Um, Odegaard, 0.5 cheaper, but Martinelli is a forward, I think rules him out. Yeah. Um, so... And I think they're all going to be subbed off at some point anyways um, for Tottenham. Especially Martinelli. But as you, as you say, as a forward, you're just not going anywhere near This him. could be very well a game where Trossard starts. Yeah, I agree. I think Trossard plays this game, personally. What is Trossard's price? Uh, very good question. And then we'll move on to PSV. 7.5 midfielder. It's too pricey, I guess. If it's like an early fixture or something, fair enough. But it's that's too much to guess. If Trossard's a six and a half. Yeah. PSV, though. PSV, great start to the season. But I've predominantly looked at their Champions League progression. So... Uh, 4-1, 3-1 wins, then a 2-2 draw, then a 5-1 win against Rangers. Then their most recent Eredivisie clash, they won 4-0. So they're doing really well, picking up and moving on stronger than last season. I think these will be a shoe in to win the Dutch League this year, if I'm being honest. I think they'll pick it up ahead of Feyenoord and Ajax. But it's nice to see that league being competitive now with those three teams. Historically, it has just been Ajax with maybe the odd one jumping in ahead. And obviously, we've had um, FC 20 sort of come into it over the last sort of 15, 20 years and disappear. But I think with the three of these, it's making the league more competitive and they are now performing better in the Champions League. Assets, Aaron, talk to me. I think with, with PSV... Um, the biggest ones that jump off in terms of ownership, Jimenez, 4 million midfielder, 8% owned. Um, Gates, 4 million midfielder, 4% owned. Titans, uh, 4 million defender, 1% owned. Janssen, 4 million goalkeeper, 1% owned. Other than that, nobody is owned. So I think this is a team where not a lot of people... Kind of, we said this during the reaction of the group where I think a lot of people are writing them off because they had to go through qualifying. Yeah. Um, but I do think that these are going to be the team that finish in second. I think um, 
defensively we need to wait. I wouldn't bring any against Arsenal, 100%. especially at the Emirates. Hundred percent. And it's uh, there's just confusion with fullbacks because Teze, Dest, Van Aanholt are going to share Minich. Uh, Minich, uh, sorry, I was doing my best Steve McLaren Dutch impression there. Apparently, um, Dest is playing both sides, so he played right back in the last game, but he played left back uh, when Van Aanholt got injured after the first two games. That being said, out of them, I think Teze is the only one with any attacking returns, two assists. Pascali is a starting centre-back, four and a half million, was playing in all of those Champions League games, replaced it the, the previous weekend in the league. But it's why I like looking at the Champions League qualifiers. I feel like they're the big ones. They're the ones that you can get a, a solid grasp of like what team's actually going to play. So I agree. I think you... We'll probably need to leave the defence and goalkeeper behind. The goalkeeper has Benitez, by the way, for anyone that does care. Midfield-wise, I think Veerman is looking like the pick. Once Arsenal are out the way, in this lot I've got Long and Sevilla, Veerman at 7 million, I think is not only a very good pick, I think he's a shout for limitless wildcard as well at 7. He has... Four assists and three goals. So three goals, four assists um, across the five games that I looked at. So that was in the Champions League and in the recent Eredivisie game. If you just look at the Champions League, you got two goals and three assists. In that sort of the level-ish, maybe a little bit higher that he's going to be up against with Sevilla and Law. So for 7 million, I think that's one way to go. They have lost their song there. He's left, and he was absolutely critical in their midfield. He's been linked to so many European clubs. He finally got his move. Maybe not where anyone expected him to go, but he's he's gone. Moving forward beyond that, I think Bakayoko at right wing, uh, 7.5 million midfielder, I think that's pricey. Does have four assists, but he's not been playing well despite those assists. Having Lozano... Signing back from Napoli. Why don't you talk about Lozano's? You probably got a bit more eye eye test experience with him. Uh, well, with Lozano, he was always kind of a sub appearance for Napoli. Uh, Politano kind of had that right wing um, kind of spot for him, um, and so I mean we all know about like kind of Lozano's pace. Um, he, he always did really well for Mexico uh, in kind of international competitions. But um, I think he's just going to get more kind of regular minutes. Yeah. He could be a pick at six and a half because he's a good player, but he's not played yet. So we've got absolutely no idea. Mm-hmm. And lastly, Aaron, ex-Newcastle United striker, Luke de Jong. He is hot to trot. He is banging them in at the minute. In those Champions League games, he got five goals and he got two assists. And in the last game in the Eredivisie, he got a goal and two assists. Eight and a half million. He's a million more than all of those other players that were talked about. But I think, again, for Limitless or for anyone looking for that one, not quite, I don't want to say enabler, but certainly budget forward, is he a, is he a good choice, Lance Sevilla? 
Um, he's not the worst, but again, it's kind of the premium forward spot, isn't it? Where it's, is he better than other picks? And what does the rest of your team look like as a result? I think he's going to be really good. I think these are the types of teams that he's good at playing against. In fact, didn't he used to play for Sevilla? Did it wasn't it Sevilla in Barcelona he played for? Uh, that rings a bell. But I shall confirm. So I think, I mean, that's probably an issue because he probably knows them really, really well, <laughs> and ultimately they'll know him really, really well. Yeah, just while I search it up, um, his career, he, uh, yeah, you've absolutely nailed it. PSV, Barcelona on loan, Sevilla before that, PSV, and then before that, Newcastle United, Mönchengladbach 20, and Grafschap. Whoever they are, i never heard of them. It doesn't even sound like a real team name. In terms of um, this game, Arsenal v PSV, so that you don't steal my scoreline, I'm going to guess first. And I think at home, Arsenal win 2-1. Oh, that's okay. I wasn't going to say that. Well, that's not what you're going to say. What were you going to say? 3-2. I think it's going to be 3-2. I think the score's going to be 3-2. I wonder where he got that from. Uh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go two one. Are you going three two at PSV or to Arsenal? Arsenal, Arsenal. I think Arsenal leak goals. I think it'll be a, a nervy. Didn't PSV knock Arsenal out of the Europa League last year? Actually, have I? Mi- I don't really watch the Europa League. I'll be brutally honest. Yeah, after why would you? after two nights of Champions League, Prem, leagues, I kind of. Uh, they were in the group stage last. Uh, yeah, last year. Well, um, Arsenal won one nil yeah. at home. PSV won two nil away. There we go. I actually think that stuff like that's quite important. Uh, Granite Xhaka was the goal scorer, um, and then Viermin scored for yeah. PSV, and Luke De Jong. Right, I'm telling you. Right, I actually didn't look at those. I had no idea. I think I said I thought it was knockout stages. I thought they knocked them out. Um, Viermin and Luke De Jong telling you they're like this lot are like the Bruges this is Bruges of this season PSV they don't quite have a Charles de Ketelaire in there who does but Veerman and De Jong I think are gonna tear up some trees in this group and I want them at least one I really I'd actually think Veerman is a great pick not against Arsenal away but beyond that I think he's gonna be a good pick like he's Vanekin this year's Vanekin Skywalker. This year's Vanekin Skywalker. How's the group going to go? What's the group going to look like? Um, same as what I said. Uh, Arsenal, PSV, and then... Who cares what the other two... <laughs> no, <laughs> who cares? No, I'm, I'm sure Sevilla. their own fans care. Sevilla, third. Long. And then... Long. Long. Ooh la la. I totally agree. I think that's exactly how it's going to go as well. Um, love that we have that (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for listening Uh, like legitimately uh, we're going crazy now Uh, for the next group preview you will I hope see us in a change of clothing thank you so much again please don't forget to like and subscribe both to us the main event 
and a Gallagher Shots. Also follow us on Twitter at UCL Fantasy Pod. We will see you around for the next one. Bye now.